None of us is working. We've never had it so hard. So please don't burn our shit hose down, or we'll have to shit in the yard. Welcome to the Salty Static Podcast. Well, I've been in town for 30 years, and every summer you goddamn redders come down here, and you think you can take over the whole town? Well, you can't. Why don't you get a job, Macaulay? All I need are some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. Pretty sweet, right? Dude, that's really sweet. It's that good. whole setup is legit. Yeah, it's got buttons that do shit. It's got <laughs> buttons. You Dude, can, that's you can load record, those yeah, with load any audio, and yep. so you record it. Like I see, that's got so. What does it have? A flash drive or something in it? Yeah, it's got a little mini SD that goes in right here. Oh man! So I can record like eighteen hours. That's worth fucking of footage, legit. Or audio. Yeah. Um, and it's got all these set. Dude, it's crazy. It's yeah. really cool. That's and we can like this is Bluetooth. So if we want to call somebody. It'll be holy it's shit! Yeah. yeah, it's wild. Isn't that awesome? Well, so like, this is a great setup. Oh, it's rad. I like, was curious because uh, you working in radio, yeah. like what the the difference are? Or, I mean, obviously there's more, but it's, are those boards like massive? I've never been in a yeah, radio. Yeah, like so the board no in the in the studio is is absolutely massive, and, and and ours is even crazier because we've got you know like the midday show on the bone. Those guys are out of New York, so like they they're different pods on the board to like bring up different now and we have people doing the show from other places so like they, now there are four different spots on the board that are actually just other people so like mike calta does his show from home now roger and jp they do their show from new york the night show does his show from home so there's even more stuff on the board now oh, since covid than there was well i guess we should intro too i always yeah. forget yeah. to intro it so yeah. i know what i know what podcast this is 49. it's 49 oh, so salty static podcast number 49 we're here with John Sinning from 1025 The Bone, Jimmy, and my best friend Bobby. Hi. <laughs> Is that your best friend? I mean, yeah. Now, does yeah, Jimmy get offended know. when you call Bobby no, your best friend? You know Bobby way like, longer. We're really, we're all you guys, tight. You guys I grew up know. like Bob would take yeah. you surf. Like Bobby's dad would take them like surfing. Yeah, he's yeah. sort they of Dustin's up. like stand-in dad. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Like my mom had him on the like. You can take my kid out of school. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's you know awesome. what I mean? Like a what is it called? An like emergency contact. Yeah. I don't know. So anytime there was waves, Bob would come get Bobby and Jeff out of school and me. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, so that's we'd a, be in like a good setup. Fourth period or third <laughs> period, and you'd get that little slip where they're like, "Oh, you've got a yellow slip to looks like you're going home for today." It's like. Fuck yeah. No, that's I'm not sweet. going to a doctor. When I, I remember, and I grew up in Michigan, so I would never, you know, I would get pulled out of school, but I feel like getting pulled out of school to go surfing is probably the awesome. most legit thing to get pulled out of school uh, for. The best. These beers are warm. I know, I'm they sorry. Are super warm. <laughs> I'm sorry. The bootleg. Uh, yeah. yeah. I didn't Where does that it. come from? So this is, uh, this comes from Aldi's. So we're looking <laughs> apparently at generic Belgium. Aldi's brand beer, but it, it's basically just like some sort of ripoff. It's a blue moon, right? Yeah, but it it's a blue moon. It literally is the blue moon logo, Everything. but it says white tide. Yeah, that should be illegal. <laughs> that really should be illegal. <laughs> and, then, and what do you got, it's Bobby? Brens instead of Bex. But it's totally it's a exactly Bex logo. the same logo. I feel like I would be scared to drink like it would make you sick or something. You know what I mean? Like, it, that's some... No, it's fine. Dude, that's some off... I don't know. It's like an eagle, like Nazi drink. 
Germany or something. Yeah. <laughs> Krauts. Yeah. <laughs> Is that not cool to say? Yeah, yeah. probably not. Yeah. Yeah, you can, yeah, it's Does funny. anyone like, know any real Germans? You can make fun of uh, Germans. It's cool because they were dicks. But you can't make fun of people that were taken advantage of. That's yeah. Not, you know what I mean? It's like making fun of... You can't make fun of somebody that's ugly. You got to punch up. Yeah, you got to yeah. punch up. Exactly. <laughs> like if you're good looking and you make fun of someone that's ugly, you're a piece of shit. But if you're ugly and you make fun of someone that's good looking, it's funny. That's a good point. It's fucked yeah, up. Yeah. It is almost fucked it's up. It's not fair. And you well, know yeah, th- that's the responsibility of like having power. You know what I mean? In any yeah. kind of scenario. Oh yeah. You I can, guess. Like the oppressed can like say whatever they want, but if you are like the one that's in charge, you can't like right. be extra dick. You're already fucking them up. In yeah, other that's ways. true. I'd rather be good looking. And who cares than what make fun of good looking people? <laughs> <laughs> And well, and I think it's men too. I feel like I feel like men, whether it be from other men or from women, can be. And I'm not trying to make this something. No, but no, like, no. Like you could talk shit about a man as a woman, but a man could never say whether it was about looks or anything. Oh yeah. Like it's it's it's, it's a different uh, no, same dynamic. Yeah. You know, like traditionally, men <laughs> yeah. are the like you know patriarchy or whatever. Yeah. You know you can't like. Well, that that Rogan uh, stand up was so funny and so on point. He's just like. Uh, sexism is very much so a thing and it is very much so against men. And he's like, think about it. And he's like, you know, if, if you want to part as a woman, you know, you want to be Superwoman in the next Marvel film or that would be DC comics, I think. But like, you want to be Superwoman in the next whatever. And you know, Harvey Weinstein's like, cool. You want that spot? You got to suck my dick. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, that's disgusting. You piece of shit, but okay. You know what I mean? And it's like, Oh, how did you make, and everyone thinks Harvey Weinstein's a piece of shit, but he's like, if it's Harvina Weinstein and it's your 21 year old son and she's like, you got to eat me out or else you're not going to be Superman. Yeah. It really does that. That dynamic it, doesn't go both ways. It's no, weird. Some things in life is like, are just blatant double standards, but everybody accepts it, which I guess is okay. Well, it's like the fucking, the trans men because they used to no trans women so oh, it's a man, man I get very confused it's a it used to be a man and now they're converted to a woman and they're doing mma fights against yeah. other women <laughs> well you yeah, can't but do I was that say the women man thing it's the women men are always stronger so there's always that fear no matter what it's you know women sexist, it's scary you? well it's fucking scary <laughs> well, it's, like, i think it's everywhere women go they can get <laughs> grabbed and like like think about how right. scared you'd be in fucking prison yeah and that's how women feel all the all time. All my cousins is in there. I mean, they do. Luck. They just do. Yeah. Like, I mean, they don't, but they do. They- yeah, I think there's something there that even if you think you know, you probably don't know when it comes to a woman just being kind oh, of, yeah. especially like a hot woman who, yeah. you know, is out and about. Like, you just, you go out knowing that, like, there's probably going to be some dudes trying to holler. Dude, oh, dude, yeah. that sucks. <laughs> there was a, again, another fucking But then again, comedy. the alternative is being like someone that's undesirable to other people. What would you rather have? That's a good point. Which, God, what if you, yeah, what if you were getting, like, chased by some dude that was just a psycho and you never got catcalled in your life and now all of a sudden this guy's just trying to chase you and that's it yeah Yeah, that's it you're like oh all right just go (laughs) (laughs) finish quick (laughs) i know fuck well i was was gonna say what's crazy is i heard this another stand-up thing and it's really true i don't remember who the fuck it was but they were saying how um the guy got paid for a show and he got like i think he got like 10 grand or something for the show and he was like expecting like a check and they gave him cash and he was like, fuck, I rode the subway here, whatever. But he had like 10 grand in a duffel bag and he's like riding the subway and he's just like looking at everyone. And he's like, they don't know 
But if they did know, every single motherfucker here would be trying to take yeah. it back. And he's like, that must be what it's like to have a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's true. That's true as fuck. Yeah, that's terrifying. You know? I don't know. No, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. <clears throat> Not a woman. So. They've got. Uh, they've going back to yeah. the to the trans athlete. You saw there's going to oh, yeah. be a trans uh, uh, in the Olympics. Like a trans a woman. Or just, no, it's it's so it's a compete with the so women. It's a man to woman. Which yeah. I'm very sorry to anybody because I don't know the the proper nomenclature. But yeah, it's the right. first time ever in in the Olympics as a weightlifter. Which yeah. seems if there were if there were areas where a man that is transitioned to a woman had an advantage, it would be. Lifting weights or yes. something like MMA where you have to beat the fuck out of somebody else. Yeah. Well, Do we curse on this thing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Totally. Okay. totally. I'll have to beep it. Oh, okay. I'm good. Just kidding. I'm not going to beep it. Um, <laughs> but uh, this dude, so Danny Jones, you know Danny? Yeah. His, excuse me, his brother was like the complete opposite of him, like an absolute stud. I'm just kidding, Danny. I love yeah. you. But like he's a bad, he was like on the Olympic. BMX team. I didn't oh, know really? this about it. They do I BMX in the Olympics. They, I just I learned that too. Yeah. Really? Is that yeah. new or is it old? No, I don't. Well, it's, he did it years ago. But oh, there's yeah. an Olympic team for it was only in like the late 80s. It was like mid 90s. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Oh, it's been around that long because I saw something about Olympic BMX recently and I thought it was new too. Yeah, I think he. Well, he's probably. I think he's like 30 years old. So he was probably. It was probably like 2000 or 2001 or something when he was doing it. But anyways, he was going all around. And uh, there was a dude that he raced with, <clears throat> and I guess he still races now. But he changed into he did a trans thing. So and this is this is modern one. day. Yeah, yeah. No, this like, this person's going to be in the uh, in the Olympics as well, and is also because I look at the news every damn day, every morning. Yeah. Uh, so this person, this trans person, said is going to participate in the Olympics in the BMX, and said if they win, they're going to burn the American flag at the podium. <laughs> yeah, that's Whatever. hardcore. Yeah, that is fucking, fucking hardcore. Kidding yeah, me. So, Jesus, I don't know. Wait, man. are they American? Yeah, <clears throat> Bobby fucked yeah. me up. Whatever. Bobby yeah. fucked me up. They with won't the whole, do it though. They won't have a light. No, no. Right. Bobby fucked me up with the whole pledge of allegiance and everything. Because tell them the story about the history of the pledge of allegiance. It was literally a way, a marketing tool to get people to join the army at baseball games. Well. That's like the national anthem. That's what I meant. Like, what did I say? Yeah, because you know, oh, yeah. like right now it's it's, <clears throat> it's like a such big a thing, yeah. Topic, but, but like back in they the didn't day. start it till like the '80s or yeah. something like that. Or like you know football I mean? games and yeah, stuff. yeah. they act like it's some like old tradition, blah yeah. blah blah. And no. then, like it isn't. It's like a. It's basically so, like like Star Wars when, was out. No, before like the, yeah. arm, <laughs> the armed forces yeah. like, have like a advertising. Yeah, I was gonna say there's money involved, right? And that's like part of it, and it. I don't want to call it like propaganda. Oh no, it is. It's it's what it's there for. It's like, you know, having like the soldiers on the field and shit like that. Like that's all just like, it's a way to recruit basically. That's what it's for. You want to associate like the two things together. But if you say that you're a, but it's like an advertising campaign. It's not like, you know, everyone loves America and that's why we do it. Right. I mean, now it's kind of associated with that. Well, I think it's, it's, it's tough because it's become something different to people. Like what it represents to any one right. person isn't like, that's what it started as, but there are a lot of people out there right or wrong that take it very seriously. And I think 
we're past you know how it started and now it's people just hold yeah it doesn't maybe, maybe in maybe in too high of regard i don't i don't know it depends on who yeah. you are I guess. well it's funny yeah, it because depends if you love that part yeah. of it like you know my mom right. when the super bowl comes on it's her favorite part yeah. like watching <laughs> who's gonna sing and if they do a good job you know what i mean because yeah. she doesn't give a shit about who wins the well, game well that's the other ridiculous <laughs> fucking thing about the national anthem is everyone making it not about the anthem but making it about them and how they sing it like at the end just you don't have to go like all the crazy you know you know what i mean like just fucking sing we, the we song should pass that as a law that if you yeah. sing the national anthem you hit the note what you the fucking what note the was note written was. and nothing yeah. else yeah you don't need to put stank on yeah. it like fucking sing <laughs> what it everyone's as gonna it do yeah. you gotta like that's really yeah, you know? shine whoever was yeah. before that's i like great. it like that better and like when they have like some country roseanne guy, is the best doing yeah. it. <laughs> roseanne one is the fucking she was like i'm a comic i'm not a fucking yeah but i'll see yeah what are they got mad what are they expect well, that's what I was saying. That's why it's super funny is everyone thinks that it's this like, like religious and yeah, nationalistic like and all and like, not. yes, it's not. It's a marketing ploy. And we all took the bait. Yeah. Like, and especially if you're going to defend it, like it's not. A well, especially ploy. like at the time before everything was so politicized, it was like, oh, yeah, this is cool a good idea yeah you know what i mean people like <clears throat> singing a song and taking their hat jimmy's off very, or whatever you know jimmy's very patriotic <laughs> i was gonna say he got the fuck out of here man is he you offended him <laughs> yeah kidding. yeah <laughs> gonna go look for flags he's like yeah. you guys. he's gonna take a <laughs> shit like in the upper deck of my fucking toilet twin towers uh oh man he came back with a red hat on uh, what the hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god um what's it okay so i what i wanted to do is have you on and talk about like the rise of John Cena. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? It's like, been crazy, man. It's been especially the last couple of years. I'm a yeah. fucking fan. Yeah. So I'm a total fan. Like literally, I know that you used to work at Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? And so that's that's was that where it started? Yeah. Uh, well, well, it's pretty cool. Like when I look back, and it's easy to not grasp the gravity of kind of like your situation when you're in the moment of it. But I mean, I literally knew I was going to do radio forever. I mean, fourth grade yearbook oh, really? you can Are read. Are you from here? Yeah, you I'm from, from Michigan originally. Michigan, okay. So I was born in Denver, like, and then only stayed there for a year or whatever. And my my family moved to Michigan, and that's where I grew up. That's where I lived until I was uh, 17, 18. Okay. But yeah, like fourth grade, I knew, you know, I was like, I'm going to be on the radio. So really, who were the radio guys? Like, who? Uh, what, what got made you want to? Yeah, it's funny, man, because uh, there are these guys, and my dad was like a radio... My dad was a radio nerd in a way because he worked and, you know, listened all day in his truck. He did construction. When he came home, he would talk about what he heard on the radio as if it was, you know, his best buds. Yeah. And, and the morning show out of Detroit uh, are these two guys named Drew and Mike. And uh, they... Th th that was it for me. Like I, th listening to those guys every morning or, or waking up early to listen to them, and they were they were raunchy. They were one of the only markets at the time because you know Howard Stern in the '90s was everything. I mean, he, every right. market he was syndicated in, he fucking owned everybody. And one of the only cities where he couldn't compete was Detroit because yeah. Drew and Mike on uh, 101, really, yeah, WRIF just always murdered that murdered Howard Stern, and they, people weird. in Detroit just loved it. So. That was that was my first earliest radio influence, really. And when I was in a sophomore in high school, I got an internship at a uh, man. It was looking back, this was wild because it was it was a rap station. It was a rap station <laughs> in the awesome. in the middle of Flint, Michigan. Oh and, shit! And I got a uh, I 
I got some sort of, I don't know what it was, a co-op or something where I got to go into school two hours later. And then when I got out of school, I would go to the radio station and I started just doing, you know, bullshit. I don't even know what I was doing, but hit it off with the night guy and then started doing stuff with him. And we would do the dumbest shit we would do. I've got to find the tapes <laughs> like, and I know what? they exist. Like uh, one thing that sticks out vividly to me, two things, really. The first thing was there was another guy that would help out. His name was LJ and we, uh, we would be live on the air. So I'd have a phone like earpiece in and so would he. And then he would put me in his trunk and he would go to fast food places and, and he'd go up and be like, Hey, do you have any, he need to order something. He'd say, also, do you have any duct tape or rope or anything? And then right around this time I would hop out of the trunk and just start running down the street. Oh my God. And, uh, you know, I don't know if it translated to radio at the time, but it was fun. And we got the cops called on us multiple times. We love just doing, you're in sophomore at this time. This is a, so I'm a sophomore in high school. Yeah. God. So, you know, and, and I, I rode that for as long as I could. And radio is, it's fucked up. Like that's the thing about radio is that even then a lot of people don't understand that there's just not many spots. There's just, you know, even, yeah, you know, at a sure. spot like that, like you've got the guys that are making money and that are the big names on the station and pretty much everybody else falls below that. And the gap is huge. I mean, it's done like nobody really makes any know, money. It's part, I mean, like it's part time. I mean, yeah, you like, really, and yeah. at that time I was literally working like that station. I was with them for three years. I never earned a dollar there. Yeah. So and, and they just sure. get, if you're, if you like bitch, they just get a new intern to do the, well, right, like somebody. Well, and, and, and that's, and that, <laughs> It's funny because I don't think about that very often, but that that ended ugly because it was at the point where I'm like, I've been here three fucking, and this happened multiple times in my career life at radio stations where I just said, I've been here for three fucking years, like and I haven't been paid a dime, like what can we do? So I went and started doing stuff with the rival radio station across the town mm-hmm. for free as well, but mostly just to kind of you know, I sweeten the Spite. pot or, right. or you know, give myself some leverage or something, and it honestly just didn't work out. There was nothing to, there, and then shortly after I graduated high school, um, my parents, my dad got a job in uh, Orlando and, uh, they were, you know, we're moving to Florida. And I said, well, I'm not going to Florida. I'm not, I'm staying here. I had a girl that I had just kind of got with that. I thought I was in love with or something. And then uh, they still hate me to this day. They don't hate me, but they, it bothers them the night before they were leaving. The truck is loaded. They're leaving. I showed up at my parents' house and I said, I'm going to come with oh, you guys. <laughs> yeah. So they left. We don't have enough snacks. Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> just, come. We I, didn't, I don't remember what, what it was. I think it was, in your spot. <laughs> yeah, I think it was that I didn't help pack or anything. And yeah. then I just showed up and was like, yeah, I'm coming too. <laughs> but, surprise. uh, yeah. Are you happy that I'm coming? Yeah. And it was, <laughs> so then that was, uh, 2006, 2006, we moved to Florida and, um, I'm trying to think of the exact timeline that happened, but I went to CSB. I went to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Oh, okay. Which, um, you know, it's one of those things now where a lot of people that have been in radio forever tell people not to do stuff like that because yeah. I don't know what the, you know. Well, is it like, like no one in radio <clears throat> went there, right? Like, well, that's of. the thing is that, it, I mean, there are people I know that are in radio that went there, but for me, the big thing was it's, I don't have a, like, I'm not wondering what I'm going to do. Like, it's not, let me go to college and figure right. out what I want to do. I was very specific in that this is what I'm going to do. And this is the place that's, this is what they specialize in. But you don't get any sort of real degree. Like, you know, you, yeah. anything that I did there, and there were, I met some good people, but anything that I did there, uh, I could have done at a radio station at an, at, at, you know, in a yeah. different position in an internship. It's a lot of, it's a lot of bullshit, it's like, really. It's the equivalent of one 800 
bartend. Yeah, it, it, it kind yeah, of is. Like, and that's the same thing, kind of. Dude, this it's so CSB has had lots of drama, but and I remember just being not happy, like thinking that it was kind of bullshit, thinking that the instructors were drunk. Just not just didn't <laughs> Okay. Not good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, honestly. Just, like phoning in just it. pretty much and then CSB closed down. I was the last mm-hmm. class before CSB closed and people that were in my class sued and got their money back. So CSB was closed, oh, I think, for like a year and a half, two years. And then they they were franchised. I don't know what the hell the deal was, but they ended up opening. But that was weird. Sometime shortly after I graduated from there, I got in with a country station down in Sarasota. Yeah. And, um, you know, was doing that for a long time. And same thing. It, it ended up the same fate. It, one day, I think I'd been there for three years and I was I was getting paid probably, you know, nine dollars an hour or to go set up Righteous tents. Bucks. Yeah. Like to go set up <laughs> tents good. every day. And then one day it was just like, what's the future? What is what is going on? And I had worked my way up. I was thinking I was doing weekends and nights on the air, like country, you know, just intro. And, and I was John boy. That's, that's oh, a fun, uh, cool. Hey, this is John boy. We, you know, we got George Strait coming yeah, up next, whatever God, it was. Yeah. How long have you been at, uh, the, at the bone? Uh, we're going on, I think seven years, Holy shit. seven years. Yeah. So I was unhappy at that country station. And then one day they literally blew. I had a boss that I really liked who worked with me and was, I felt was trying to help me. And then one day they came in and they fired everybody who was on air. They fired everybody. And that's the other problem with radio right now is that specifically music stations, you can have one voice. That's the voice of a music station in 35 cities, if not even more. It's, it's oh, like yeah. iHeartMedia specifically has taken it and made it. So they have these hubs where people, <laughs> record all day radio shows what's, for all around the country. Yeah, the yeah. Club? And they tape just, them, like, like, and just cut in and out, right? Outro, right? Yeah, yeah. What, he was the guy that always fucking... He was on... He was the... the the host of American Idol. Oh, Ryan Seacrest, right? Uh, yeah, dude, like, same thing. He just says the, the same thing, and it just goes everywhere. Yeah, the the country version of that is a Bobby Bones. If you guys uh, yeah. have ever heard of him, he's like one of the biggest things, and he's on every like he's the morning show on every iHeart Country radio right. station wow. in the country. Yeah, so it's wild. It's like everything else in the world, though. It's like yeah. centralized, like right. monopolized. You now, know what I mean? When you moved. So Orlando, right? That's the first place. We were we lived in um, like the su- I guess the yeah, suburbs, Tavares. I don't yeah. know if you know that area, yeah. but it's about an hour. It's about an hour outside of Orlando. So you, I mean, loving radio, you moved to like a city that's you know real radio is huge. Yeah, right? and, 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 and was it still? I don't I don't my timelines, but it was huge in the, or probably when yeah, you moved here, right? I would say so. Yeah, I mean, I remember that, being very intrigued with that station. I mean, was that? St- was that when it was like Stern, I, the Monsters, I and think, then Jim Phillips and Drew Garabo, right? Is that how it went? It's hard to say because I don't – Drew, I don't believe, was on was no, on Real on Radio that at that way. point. I think he had made the jump I over to – uh, at that time. Yeah, O-Rock. deliver pizza. Oh, yeah. he moved to a different that. radio station. He was okay. doing mornings uh, for O-Rock, I okay. think, when I first moved here. The Monsters of the but Midday, that, that right? was yeah. like, yeah. I mean, that, that radio, and I mean, here, growing up here, we had, like, Bubba the Lowe's Bunch. Yeah, oh, Fucking yeah. humongous, yeah. you know? And, like, I remember as, as, like, driving around, he'd, like, battle with, like, Howard Stern. Oh, yeah. You know, he was friends with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but all that. Real good like, friends. So you, it's funny, like, I mean, that's. Even though he didn't start there, I guess, or work there, like moving to Orlando for rate, he didn't having all that. Was that like, yeah. holy shit, this place is? I mean, in a, in a in a way, I didn't. Um, 
I, I didn't know it at the time because at that point, I think I was in a weird, like, like Dustin said, I worked for Ruby Tuesday. That was kind of like when I first <laughs> yeah. moved here, I was, I, I tried to get in at real radio, like a motherfucker oh, for, a, okay. for an extended period of time. Like I was, and I with, I'm I, sure you're like not the only dude. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, especially though. at that point when I think radio was, that was still podcast. Yeah. It was still a little different in the sense of, you know, I think not that the heyday of radio is gone, but there was a big gap and you know, there's, there's definitely a line between how radio was even 10 years ago and how it is today. Yeah. And, and we're lucky kind of like you said, Orlando, I would say is a, a, a notch below Tampa, but Tampa for some reason has just always been obsessed with radio. Like just there's radio legends that have come from this town that right. a lot of other cities don't ever have people thrive in radio like that, especially on a station like the bone, which is all talk now or real radio. Those stations don't really exist. If you have a talk station, it's usually political talk or right. sports talk yeah. or, or a niche, whatever it may be. These stations like real radio and like the bone, they call it hot talk, but it's pretty much it's whatever the fuck, you know, it, right, you could have wrong. a, and from a political standpoint, you know, you've got people like a drew who's more liberal and things like that. And you've got other people who, you know, there's no, you right. Know, no. Well, people like you have talk to be. radio in Tampa Bay because we're intellectuals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah All of us. Have you ever been to like even more? Yeah. I've only ever really Tampa? lived here in Orlando, though, <laughs> yeah. and it is. I don't think it is something that's everywhere. No, right? it's Never. really not. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, in Tampa, it's it's crazy because I think that Tampa gets away with so much more. I think Tampa. I think everybody's got that kind of or more open to that raunchy, edgy sense of humor than yeah. a lot of play. Like I know there are things for a fact that have happened on on our radio show and, and that radio station that if you go do that, you know, maybe in somewhere out West or, or in a different city, you know, we're probably fired because right. I, th- I just think that it's something about this area. You mentioned Bubba. I mean, he was the guy who was doing the raunchiest oh, the shit. I mean, just the raunchiest <laughs> yeah, shit yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. for decades, you know? And, <laughs> yeah, he was huge. Yeah. And I think I almost I feel like, I, I mean, man, I, and I, I would I only hear about him, you know, since the early eighties. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Since the kid. power pig. Yeah. yeah. Power I remember yeah. literally try, I was in like fourth grade, I think maybe even third. And I remember we had to create teams on our math class. Like we uh-huh. were going to do ma- And I was like, let's be the power pigs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember saying that. It was so And my good, teacher right? being so mad that yeah. I listened to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, like so mad. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry. And now I feel stupid for even trying to yeah. be creative. Thanks for crushing my creative dreams, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Two live crew and Bubba loves. Yeah. yeah. I also and like wrote, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Those also, were like the hardcore things back then. Yeah. I also wrote two live crew and Sharpie on the back of my jean jacket. Yeah. <laughs> That's and pretty bad. That was badass. when I learned. And that was the moment I learned that live and live are the same word. Yeah. Cause oh, yeah. I was saying it and I was like, mom, did I spell this right? Because yeah. it's too late. <laughs> to live crew. To live yeah. crew. And I was like, oh, fuck. That's <laughs> uh, uh, But no, that's, yeah, that's funny. So, so then, so from Sarasota. So, yeah, so that around. was, I mean, I don't want to get too, like, deep and philosophical here. Yeah, but yeah. after that, because I had thought, you know, I was on my way. Because they had, they had brought me in. I was doing some stuff with the morning show there. And I thought things were good. So when that blew up, I was pretty much jaded with radio. And that was you know, that was the worst period. Not, yeah. I'm not saying the worst period of my life, but the period where I said radio is not going to work for me. Like this right. business is fucked. So I moved to Georgia. I moved to Georgia. My, uh, one of my best friends had just gotten hired as a general manager for a steakhouse in Georgia and was like, and I had been working in restaurants and he's like, Hey, do you want to come up here? I can get you on as a manager. You'll make really good money. We're at like uh, Peachtree uh, city or uh, Brunswick make. Okay. Brunswick, Georgia. That's so like North 
uh, south. Oh, so yeah, so it's it's about an hour outside of Jacksonville. Okay. So I did that for two years, and it was. I mean, looking back on it, I don't even know if I knew how miserable I was, but I was, you know, just chugging along. And then one day again, I just said, I got to go back to Florida. I got to, you know, radios it, you know, Mm -hmm. let's go for it again. So it was crazy because my thought was ironically enough that I was going to come back live by my parents and get in with somebody in Orlando, get in with iHeart, get it or get in with real radio. And, uh, I think we lived there for two years and that was like two years of me trying to get something. But at some point, the goal became the bone because the bone had flipped to all talk. And, you know, I think you had Bubba in the morning. You had Cowhead in the afternoon. Drew was doing middays. It's insane because I didn't even realize this until not that long ago on my Facebook messenger. Uh, when I went to go send Drew something on Facebook, it was full of messages from those years of me like begging him, you know, just oh, will you no give shit. me a shot? You oh, know, yeah. just you, you went see? to like talk to Drew was like the show. You're like, okay, I think yeah. Uh, so, I'll, I'll. And I was doing that for everybody. Honestly, I was I was emailing the promotions department. I was emailing Drew. I was emailing Mike. Right. And then uh, honestly, nothing ever. I never got any responses. So while still living in Leesburg, finally, Mike Olivero, who's the promotions director for the Cox media group building here is like, we'll come in for an interview and, you know, maybe we can get you a promotion spot or something. So for a year I drove from Leesburg to, to, to St. Pete. To, Holy fuck. How was, many times a week? Uh, three, four times a week. And I have a vehicle that you have. 20? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, Fuck that. It was a little longer. It was longer than that. Or Leesburg, Georgia? No, Leesburg, Florida. Florida. Brooksville. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I think it was, um, Closer to two hours ish. That's a so, commitment. So, and One I was putting up. T- yeah, I was in current <laughs> traffic. Yeah, I was pushing, and I was putting up tents. So I would come and do. I would come and do events where, you know, I would work for an hour or two hours, and then turn around and go back home. Damn. And, and and also at the time making probably about eleven bucks an hour. So. Jesus. How funny were those? Are those tent promotion things? They seem like the the, the craziest. It, it is. I mean, if I'm just being completely honest, like, it feels outdated at this point. Right, but right. but it's also to peek behind the curtain. It's it's a money maker for people that are in radio. Like if you're yeah. if you're being paid to be at one of those events right. and you're getting three or four of those events a week, you know, sometimes it feels weird to be posted up in a in a tent at a Seven Eleven on a you know Tuesday <laughs> afternoon, but it feels like somebody must know that they do something or drive traffic cause they still do them and, and people, and people get paid. Come? Yeah. Like, is it like, wild? like, Hey man, where are the free hot dogs? Like that um, sort of shit. I like, think we're lucky with what we do because, and I don't mean this to like shit on anybody who does music radio, but you know, if you're listening to music radio, a lot of people are there for the music and maybe there's, maybe there's a voice or a person that you like, or that you may know. And you go, Oh, oh yeah, I like that guy on the radio. He, he happens to be at the seven 11 with us. It's, people are tuning in for us. So a lot of times when we go out, there will be people, you know, that come out and, and want to meet nobody's, us and stuff like that. Nobody's asking you for CDs. Yeah. No, not anymore. Sadly. <laughs> yeah. Sadly. Boys to men, I knew boys to men. Yeah. I heard it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I did, I guess I did the, um, it was like after a year of working there, they asked me to take this full-time position, but here's the kicker. They say it's a full-time position, but we don't have the budget to pay you what the position was being paid before. You'll still continue to be part time. The old switcher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I took it cause I just thought it was an opportunity. So I became like the promotions coordinator who made the schedule for all the people that went out and put up the tents and, and did all that stuff. And I think I did that for two years. And during that period, 
we started a podcast, uh, the crowded table with me and two of my buddies. And that, that was probably the smartest thing that we did because, because of that fan base of the bone, if you're just in that universe right. with social media and stuff, if you have a tie and, and maybe at that point I had started doing a little bit of stuff yeah. on air, just helping out. So maybe people knew who I was. So we, we had a good run. We did the podcast for, I think three years. We won the, the best of the Bay, oh, you know, no a couple years in a row. And, and, and that, that was the turning point because then uh, they gave us a show on, on the weekends on the bone. So we started doing the crowded takeover was the name of it. And we started doing that on Saturdays. And then sometime in that period was when I uh, was, when I got in with, with drew and Seth who was on the show at the time and um, <clears throat> just started answering phones for them. And then I think I answered the phones for, I don't know how long it was, but it was too long <laughs> and I was still part time. And at this right. point you're getting to four years 25 hour you know it's literally you got to stay below 25 hours and it was about like 10 or 11 bucks an hour it's crazy crazy. they're so cheap i have a serious question for you does the salty static podcast have any chance of winning the best (laughs) no no i i I think so i mean from what i've gathered so far i think i mean i'll nominate you i mean your setup is very uh yeah the the setup is beautiful next to the oven yeah i i I love the whole and i don't know uh you showed me when i got here but this place has a bathroom yeah there's a bathroom and a bedroom yeah it's better than a radio fucking kidding me dude Uh, no but i i would think so what well, so what did you what did you guys have? Did you have like a studio that you would do your thing? No, at? no. It's funny because at that time I was living in a one bedroom apartment right over by the station, uh, Brighton Bay. Oh, yeah. uh, right I lived in Brighton Bay. Yeah, Me and Pete Weck did. Yeah, did. so like a month. Yeah, yeah. Never so we lived there, there and you that's were in where Oregon we did it at the time. Uh, I was yeah. in Oregon. Yeah, so that's we did it there, and we had a, a setup nowhere near as good as this. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, this no. This thing is fucking rad, though. Yeah, this is one of the cooler... Th- like, I need one of these. That, this thing is so fucking they're cool. They're 600 bucks. Okay. And it doesn't come with anything but the board. board so yep. you need, like, the microphone. That's why we have... Sh- we kind of have... So these microphones are the original microphones that um, Rob Lawson, who s- created the name Salty Static Podcast. Like, he always yeah. wanted to do it. And he bought, like... He bought a... He got, like, an Amazon card... And it gave him like a hundred bucks for free Amazon purchases. So this startup podcast set was like 150 bucks. Yeah. He bought it for 50 oh, bucks. So these are the original like microphones and like cords and everything. But um, I don't know. I want to get better mics, but they're expensive as fuck. They are. And I mean, I, I, I've listened to stuff from the, I mean, I've never noticed, you know, I, I would notice if audio was bad. I don't think you've got right. bad audio. And, it, and I mean, I think it's a pretty legit setup and running it through that board is Oh, you know, it seems like you tight, got things. Dude. Yeah, it's very- <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> that's so badass. <laughs> so you're you. I feel like getting in, like you getting in, in at Drew Garabo. Yeah. It was probably like, were you ever nervous? Like, oh, I'm gonna get on another show and be like the intern who has to like, <sighs> oh, yeah. so do the shit. And, yeah, yeah, do all the bullshit. So I get a little hazy on this timeline, but this is a little a little peek into how fucked up in the head I was at the time thinking, thinking on how I had worked my whole life to get a position like this. And then what I did. So there have actually been two stints of mine on Drew Garabo live. And I don't know that a lot of people even know that, that listen now because they brought me on the show. There was a girl on the show named Kayla. And when she left, I was going to be the one to replace her. So I was brought on the show. She trained me. She moved to Vegas. I was the guy. That was my spot. Well, there's a lot of details that are probably unnecessary, but like I said, you can only get 25 hours at the station. And 
Sorry. No. It's hooked into the thing. Oh, let's answer it. Who is oh, it? Oh, shit. I could. Yeah. It's Ian. That's fine. It's Ian. He wants his Harmony Matters shirt. Oh, yeah. He needs um, that. But go ahead. Yeah, so, so, long story short, uh, I had been going over my hours. So, right when I started on the Drew Garabo Live show, initially, uh, they came to me about a week later and said, hey, you've gone over your hours so much that you can only work 12 hours. You can only be paid for 12 hours for the next six months. What? So, and this is at the time where I've just got onto the show. And how does that work math wise? I can't. Not well. Not well. Okay. Yeah. And it's uh, also, they don't have to give you like health care. That's so insane. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I was so like, I think it was the balance of being so excited and then being so feeling like the rug was pulled out from underneath me that I literally told them to fuck off. And I said, I'm not doing it. I said, I won't. I'm not going to be on the show. Good for you. Uh, yeah, and, 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 good. and honestly, at the time, because there was then a year, about a year period where I could literally only work 12 hours. So I would go weeks without working at the station while also regretting that you know, I didn't take this opportunity. They hired a new girl, Nikki, and you know that she stayed there, I think, for almost a year and a half, two years. And uh, I don't ask me how, because I had pretty much fucked them over uh, when she left they came back to me again and said, this spot is open. Like, you know, do you want it? And I had been doing, I think a couple things. I was like going out and getting audio for them and stuff. And then, um, you know, started on the show, then back being able to get my 25 hours or whatever. And, um, we had a stretch where I think it was two plus years where then Seth left the show who had been with them for, you know, with him forever. And then it was, I'm like, okay, this is it. I'm, you know, it's full time. Yeah. You know, this is, this is the moment. And I think there was seven months after Seth left that I was not full time. And, and every day was like, I'm fucking quitting today. It was, yeah, and, and I, ridiculous. and I told that to Drew. I just said, I've been with this company for, you know, almost five years at this point. I've been busting my ass. There's nobody else for this position and it's just not happening. And then I think it was, uh, the week before Christmas, I don't know the exact year, but they came to me and and offered me a contract and, and, you know, pretty much said, you know, like it's happening. So I signed that contract. Um, it will be two years ago, this upcoming Christmas. And then since then it's been, you know, pretty much just me and drew and the, the show has only I'm not saying this to be arrogant no, or anything, but like the show has really only grown. Fun. You know, yeah, we've had no, we've had insane rating success. We've had, you know, great you know the sales success so and everything come along with it. Was he a big part of you getting that spot yeah, eventually, that or what? Is he just kind of like, look, I'm gonna do my thing, right? And if they want to fucking fill it with a chick or a dude, I don't care. They tend uh, to fill it with girls for some yeah, yeah and that was and that was a, a lot of conversations happened like that that just pissed me off because I yeah. I, I knew I knew. <laughs> At that point, I was very confident in myself and confident in the show and confident what we were doing. And they were being open with me to the sense of, hey, there are people out there who believe that this show needs a girl and and that, you know, we're looking and talking to females. And I know they interviewed people from all over the country and everything that came along with it. So that was a definite possibility. But Drew always had my back. I mean, Drew always said, you know... as far as I know and what I believe is, is, you know, he always said there's only one person I want on this show and it's John. And, and that's, you know, I'm sure that had a major factor in, in why it ended up being the way that it was. So, um, that's funny. I wonder why people think that it, the show needed a girl. And that's probably just, um, 
you know, there are focus Politics. groups and there, yeah, and that, he, there are, uh, when he was on like real radio, yeah. like when he did the night show, he had this girl, Melanie. Yeah. Did you ever listen? Yeah. To oh yeah. Ones? Yeah. And like, maybe that's why they yeah. hired him. Like well, that's his dynamic. And, you know and I mean? there was, he worked with he Savannah. Was, I don't know if you'd have yeah, sexy yeah, Savannah. Yeah. 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 Uh, they did stuff, but was she actually sexy? Uh, I think in the day she was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's a good-looking woman. She's okay. she's an alligator wrangler now. I don't know if you know yeah, that. Oh, is she really? Shit. Yeah, really? she works That's at Gatorland. Right there. Yeah, she was funny. She's when a trip. Do dude. the songs dude, and stuff and monsters. Sh- yeah, it was, was a such show. a yeah. heyday. You Jeff know? Howe. It was so funny. Oh, wow. Wilfess Wilson. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. That's what. Well, and I always think I was. I wanted to ask this about. I feel like <laughs> with Drew Garabo, people either. Love him or they fucking oh, yeah. hate him. It's, like he's like I I don't know he's like good at like trolling people right and making them mad. I, but you I would hear it because like work you know and people like oh, get mad if it was on or what and I'm like yeah. this is the only show that like it's I, polarizing polarizing yeah, yeah. So I remember mad. listening to it but when it was in Which your face funny. with Guru yeah. Garabo and he was a lot different and I remember like because I was on the road a lot uh, as a sales rep and I would listen to it. And I'd have to like change the channel sometimes because I'd get so pissed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I'd be like, "Man, fuck this yeah. guy." Yeah, I, I mean, that, but, I but think there's it's other funny. things that I would. It was he was mind fucking me because yeah. there was other things that I would agree with him so wholeheartedly. Yeah. But then he'd just turn on me and yeah. I'd be like, you know what? Control. Fuck this. I'm going to listen to WQIK. <laughs> people like, still listen. Like, that, I don't, yeah, no, get so that's mad. what's like, weird. Yeah. You don't change it. Like, I get to the I, point yeah. where I'm like, my blood's boiling. Okay, fuck you. I'll that's turn why the he's good at it. It's easy. Yeah. Man. Well, and I think now, and, and I give Drew all the credit in the world because radio is full of the biggest fucking egos on earth. Like, radio's got a lot of people that just are overprotective of their spot and everything. And security. And, 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 and stuff. It, all of that shit runs rampant in radio. And Drew has let me just become, you know, I won't say an equal, but I mean, a yeah. borderline. Like, where we are now, you know, like, it's, it's a two man show and it's, you know, that's the way it's coming. I think. I mean, he would tell you that he's changed a lot. Like he's yes, softened for, for sure. sure. But I think the other element of the show currently that's so perfect is in those moments. A lot of times uh, when people are getting pissed at him, I, I'm also the first person that's ever been on the show that he allows to come back at him, depending on what it is. So like more I, like I, debate stuff. Well, yeah, right? And I think I think at that point, then if, from a listener perspective, at any given moment, you've got somebody on your side. You know what yeah, I mean? Not, yeah. Rather than one voice or one person, you know, saying something and you just getting pissed off, at least in that moment, you can listen and go, Oh yeah, I agree with John or I agree right. with drew, you know, wh- whatever it may be in that. And, and I think that's, what's kind of opened things up now to, to having another voice that maybe is, is more of, I won't say I pride myself on being like the everyman, but at the same time, like I want to right, be right. that other voice that I feel is probably more like a listener that's, no, that's maybe getting mad. You guys do a good job of like that, uh, that dynamic, yeah. and that banter of like, he, he bl- gets, plays a good bad yeah. cop. You play a good, yeah. good cop. Yeah. You know and what I mean, when he knows, and, and he knows this, like <clears throat> I, the, the super hardcore stuff where, where it is extended fighting and it, whether, whether it's race stuff, whether it, whatever it may be like, that just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I'll You're get out. Like, yeah. like I'm pretty much, you know, it's just like, that's, that's the different universe. And, and the problem is, is that, when you get into points, even when somebody is wrong, that's really the worst point is when we, when we bring up topics where if you have the other side, like you're, you really are wrong. You know right. what I mean? Like there's no, like I'm then pushed into a corner where I can't, like if you're going to call up and be racist oh, or whatever yeah, like it may be, yeah. Vote or yeah, whatever it may be, like I'm not going to be the voice to 
Because a lot of times I try to defend the caller. If, if Drew's getting on to him, I find a way to defend him. But you get into those conversations, yeah. and then I'm not going to fucking defend that guy. Yeah, so yeah, right, we right. just kind of get asshole. into another. And, you know, he, he knows that. And But I also <laughs> think that's part of what he's always done. And that, that you know, the, that's part of his DNA is, is getting into it on those hard-hitting topics. So, right. um, you know, it's, 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 it's worked well, though. And, and he's been very open to change and to allowing me to grow, which, you know, kind of like what I said, a lot of radio people, you see somebody starting to kind of get a little bit of, you know, of a following or just things going well. You go, okay, we got to pump the brakes on this right. with this guy. And he's done the opposite yeah. of that. So, you well, know, I'm, I'm grateful. You uh, went last boat stock, the first yeah. year's boat stock. I remember you... Did you hit me up on Instagram or did I, I think that, so you I have a, contact? Oh, you have a guy, you have a friend, Chris yes. Miles. Yes. Yeah. So, so Chris, I think was the one who initially had sent me a message okay. on Instagram and I brought it up on the air. And then yes. I believe when I did that, you hit me up shortly thereafter. Yeah. 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 Cause they were talking like it was this at first boat stock, they were talking about all this stuff and that's what I was going to get at because you're saying like some people get like big heads or whatever. Yep. So I didn't know. I felt like such a kook because I was like, I was, cause I hit you up. And I'm like, yeah, man. And I didn't know until after boat stock. Then I hit you up, I think, and I was like, hey, I, I had no clue you were out there. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, hit me up sometime and maybe, you know, and I was just, it was so awkward. And I was like, yeah, we, I do a podcast too, by the way. <laughs> it was just like, it seemed so contrived. I, I don't, I don't, man. No, 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 it's yeah. fine. I don't, why don't, I don't, That's I don't why. think that way. It didn't, it didn't land with me that way. And I don't ever want to be viewed as somebody who is not approachable I, or yeah, not yeah. Uh, anything really. But you never know yeah. with people that are on radio. Yeah. And it was like, and so I just didn't even, and I, I threw it out there anyways and it was what it was. But what was so funny was when we actually did meet, Finally, yeah. Like, I don't know. You're kindred you're spirits, my, yeah, man. Yeah, you're my friend. Well, I mean, and you're not Bobby's level. No, no, God knows. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if I'm, I'm nowhere near Jimmy's level yet, even. But at the, but at the you're same time, it, well, it, and it's funny. It, it's funny to bring that up uh, because that night my wife was out of town, mm-hmm. so I meet up with Dustin and, and Patty at Kahuna's, and I'm thinking, okay, we'll go and we'll talk a little boat stock, and I'll be there for 30 minutes, 45 minutes. We end up drinking for hours. Oh they God. talk me into doing. Well, somebody talked somebody into doing shots Patty, of Jaeger. Patty. And then we end up, we end up at the bootleg, uh, bikini bar, TNA, TNA that is, uh, outside the connected to a liquor store. Yeah. 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 For real. Yeah. Yeah. That place is wild. I went there once and, uh, well, the only time I've been there and there was like, it must've been, there must've been like a, a raise game or something. There was like dudes, there was like for a Ferrari. And people had their beers on it, and they were playing cornhole on the Ferrari. No, oh no, no, yeah, okay, okay. They're using the Ferrari as like the hangout (laughs) or a Lamborghini or something. And like, and then like, there's other dudes inside. Sure, it wasn't a Fiero. No, they they were like baseball players. You know, like Uh, all these young dudes. Well, it was the funniest because they weren't even inside. Outside drinking, playing cornhole, and we were just hanging out out there because we had a bus. It was like someone's bachelor party or something. Oh, that's fucking. so I didn't care about going in either. So we were like just hanging outside, and then these dudes were hanging. out. Oh, it was funny. Like yeah. I was like, this is. I wasn't it, expecting this at all behind because it's in the back. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it is. You can't very see the actual rapey. <laughs> it's yeah, rapey, creepy. but I will say I was blown away at how nice it was. So fucking nice. That's outside. why. Like yeah. brand new. Really? Yeah. everything. Yep. No they don't give a fuck. It's check like, this place out. Literally. Well, <laughs> no, I wouldn't go, go that far, but yeah. <laughs> he's got a Porsche. Let's take. Did you bring the Porsche, Bobby? No. Bobby's got a. Oh, you got a Porsche. He's got a night two thousand nine. Recently. Oh damn! Nine eleven. Eighteen. Eighteen. Nine eleven. Yeah. It's oh, a damn. turbo. It's a. It makes your 
blood go to the back oh, of your head. I've never been in a Porsche before, man. Take a ride. Take him, it it's, it's white, yeah. too. No shit. Yep, a white Porsche. It's it, what he's always wanted. It, yeah, hell yeah. Like, let's go to, Let's go cruising yeah, like at TNA. 40th birthday. Yeah, like that's that. awesome. So I remember crisis. Him, and, so him and Dane and Mark are like, real, we're all really good buddies. And I remember going to the East Coast with these guys, and they're such car enthusiasts that I would be like, you know, we leave at 5 a.m. to get to the East Coast by 8 to go surf at sunup, you know? And these guys are like, we're in Orlando somewhere, and out of nowhere, I'm like kind of dozing off in the back seat. Somebody would be like, oh my God! Oh my fucking God! And I'm like, what? What? Is there a fire? No, I'm like, oh, what is it? What the fuck is it? And they're like, fucking brand new fucking Porsche 911, right? And I'm like, oh my God, shut the fuck up. It's not that big of a deal. Like, what, or whatever, a fucking, an NSX or whatever was cool back then. The Prowler, anyways, who knows? But yeah, it's yeah. funny, though, because, like, Dane has been super successful. Mark's done a really good job. Bobby's done really good with his business. But what's fucking hilarious is Bobby was the first one to get a Porsche. None of those I guys know. have sports like you, cars? N- no. no. They have way more expensive houses than me. Yeah. That's yeah. why. <laughs> yeah, they put it in. Priorities, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's funny, man. But yeah, yeah, I was... I, the one part we did leave out about the TNA is that the bartender, I oh, believe, yeah. was a man. At one point. Oh, yeah. She yeah. Like, tra- like trans. Yeah, no, you know, no, no judgment, but definitely a, a, a man. I couldn't. At one point. It got pretty like, good she looking. Like, good, yeah, like she had a, it, there was some, okay, you know how a, like your biological makeup. Looking trans? Well, no, yeah. I'm just saying like your biological <laughs> Women, makeup makes you like, yeah. you know when something's Jeez. not right. And you're like, I think. I want to say you're hot, but there's something well, wrong yeah. here. Yeah, well, you guys, I mean, yeah. there's something off that you guys makes, thought maybe that she was did steroids or yes. something, and maybe it just yes. kind of made her yeah, look a certain a little, way, like which a I, chiseled jaw, broader shoulders, well, the, like the girl, the dancer situation. I remember was so sorry because we were also yeah. the only souls in this place. Yeah. Like literally, the, well, it was what, just it was, the, what day was it? It had to be a, probably like a Wednesday or it was something. Like a Wednesday, Wednesday or like Thursday, seven thirty <laughs> or eight o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, so I guess when you put it like that, not the yeah. not prime time, not the shit. But it was them, but. there were like these three girls that just seemed like they were just rolling around on the stage, yes. like they were yeah. barely moving and just it was bizarre. It was a it was like like. I think it wasn't dancing. Like, it was like rolling. My favorite. It's like a really clothes. unique to Florida because I was just on. I can't remember who I was talking to about it, but we used to go surfing. Like when I lived in Orlando with a couple of these skater dudes, we used to go to like Ilito and the place. Uh, Club Lido. Yeah, Club yeah. Lido. On you know we go surf and then after we would just go ha- there to hang out. It's a strip it was the club best on bar, the beach. Ooh. The best bar in town was the strip club. Yeah, and yeah. they had a pool table and like free popcorn. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. <laughs> but we always the butter go there. came from. Yeah. But I mean, the girls were kind of like secondary to because it was just the best bar in town. Right, so it was oh, the man. place that you could go and like three o'clock in the afternoon and party. Have you guys complete so, side note? Have weird. anybody here been to this Omni blue place in downtown St. Pete? No. What's that? What? Oh, wait, wait. Uh, the strip hotel? Club? Yes. Yeah, I have actually. Oh, is that the one across from Williams park? Yes. yes. I've right been there a couple I've been there times. once. Yeah. once. Has it been there that long? I thought it was like brand new. I know, I'm a old dad. I ain't got Oh, it was a strip club even before though. Yeah. For years. It's Oh no shit. It's the weirdest location for a strip club. You'd never guess. It really is. And I know the one downtown. Yeah. In there this was probably eight years ago or 15 you know somewhere along so time it's ago. been around that long yeah. Oh, yeah. but it back then it wasn't like 
it was like just girls in bikinis, kind right, of, yeah. and it was weird. You had to get like fake money to give them, so you would buy like fake dollars what? and then That's give them like give them. That's you monopoly money. Yeah. yeah, so there's real money now. Let's go yeah. today. And it's definitely more. I mean, because strip clubs are weird to me because. Even the nice strip clubs over in Tampa, like the nicest strip clubs, they still can't show nipples. So, I mean, to me, what? I don't even... If they have liquor, they can't show yeah. nipples. Oh, right. It's full. Like, Mondo, that shit's not... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah but, but then you gotta drink soda, which, which always makes it yeah. very... Uh, like, that Fucking always feels kind of, like, predatory <laughs> yeah. to me. It's like, oh, let me drink my soda and look at some yeah, pussy. Exactly. Like, it's very... <laughs> I feel the same way. And it's like... the car and you... I feel like it's like guys that, like... Yeah, it's fucking... Their whole paycheck. Yeah, like they pay their yeah. bills and then the rest goes there. It, yeah, but like that heavy weird. breathing. I think there's something, <laughs> in, and you know, sorry if, if, if it's wrong, but I think there's something nefarious going on there because I've never seen this where there were people there like making it rain and there was money all over the stage, but as soon as a dollar hit the the stage they had like five like dudes working the stage and would grab Sweeping it immediately. It off, like, really? Like, like yeah, it was yeah. just I had never seen it so. The Omni place. Yeah. Yeah, really? it, like it was very like almost cold or like uh, a business. It was very cold, and, and a lot of the girls were Asian and did not speak English. Uh, and it freaks me out. Yeah, man. and, and they could be like not. I'm not saying that there's sex trafficking going on there, but it gave me some sex trafficking vibes. That's yeah. all. I'll say. I was yeah, joking so when weird. I said crying, and but no. Supposedly, yeah. this area is like big for that. Which yeah, I don't know. I've never I've never like been encountered it in myself, but <laughs> like it's so sad if that's true. It's you know it, and I, mean? I don't I don't know. It's just. The girls didn't seem really happy to be there. Not well, definitely not engaging with anybody. It was just very transactional, I guess you could say. When I was there, everybody's boy, every girl that was working's boyfriend was there. I can see that being a a thing too. What's the other one that's that's real weird? Is the one other one on Gandhi across? Oh, uh, is it foreplay? Yeah, uh, I've been there. I watched before. a dude feed a stripper French fries. It was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She was dancing, and he like. There must be like a food place oh, attached. He had a basket of French fries. And it must have been her boyfriend. Same thing. And he was like, <laughs> rather than like making like, it rain or putting dollar <laughs> bills, you're just feeding them fries. It was like it was like depressing. Oh, There's like a couple people at the bar, and then like maybe one person watching uh, the stage. Well, that that whole plaza is super shady right? because yeah, there's yeah. there's something else over there that's like a mm-hmm. uh, it's a aromatherapy massage lounge or something, and I'm pretty sure they're just jerking dudes yeah, off. In yeah. There. yeah, I went I went Vape to a strip club yeah. in uh, in South Carolina. Or maybe it was North Carolina, and we were on the border. But whatever it was, it was on the border of something because we went for a uh, golf tournament or to go golfing, not a tournament, just for Blake Jones's fucking. Oh yeah, whatever. I think I know. Like all along the border there, there's yeah. a bunch of them because I've driven that. But so they must crazy. be illegal on one so side. So they not own the other. a liquor or they own a liquor store on the back, and then around the front is the strip club. So you can literally, and this, the guys on the golf course told us this, they said, bring a rolling cooler and go to the liquor store, fill it up with beer, liquor, and ice, and then bring the cooler into the strip club. Oh, man. Club. Somebody was telling me about a BYOB strip club the other day. That. That's and awesome. I shit you not. We were, I was sitting on the cooler <laughs> next to the fucking stage with like, everybody was hanging out and the stripper did the most craziest shit I've ever seen. And. She said fives are higher only. And she literally had like her legs spread out in front of my buddy. Oh, God. And she's oh, no. like patting her vagina saying yeah. right here. Okay. Like fives inside? Are no, no, no. Just like, okay. like patting God. it. Like put it on top. Put it on. Okay. Let, let it sit okay. there. Okay. Oh, no. And like I'm everyone's scared. putting like fives oh, no. and tens. I think somebody put a 20. Oh, no. And she goes, nope. Couple more. Couple more. And then we put oh, another no. five on there. Oh, and no. then literally. No. She just goes. 
<laughs> and it fucking it was probably eight or nine pieces of paper dollar bills that just went <laughs> into the air. Uh, she poofed it into uh, the air. So that's disturbing. Is it that is. a good thing? I, that, I don't know that I would be that. I mean, I here's the deal: control of your body. I'm not like going gym to lift. like. No one's like. There's no. Uh, Did you grab the money out of the air? <laughs> You're like with my yeah. mouth. With my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I caught it with my teeth. <laughs> that's disturbing, man. But it was crazy. That I was like, uh, oh, that's really good. Damn. But I'll. Uh, Caught it with yeah. your tongue like a snowflake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't, whatever. Duffy doesn't listen to this. I should probably Later on, it's <laughs> But in Costa Rica, uh, a friend of mine took a Heineken. <laughs> you should just make. <laughs> yeah, I well, this. I might have to. But he took a Heineken at like no. in Costa Rica and put it on the stage, and the girl like oh, squatted what? on it. And it was full, like a brand new no. one. So when she came up, it was like foaming over. Oh, and he took it and no. drank it. He like no. 12 o'clock it. That's, that's depressing. Dude, that's how you get AIDS. I know. Dude, right? that's that a, yeah, that's I literally like a clinic on Costa Rican vagina beer, man. That's like never drink after him again. No. Like mental. Or who knows? That. Maybe he gave her something. Yeah. yeah oh, God. <laughs> the yeast Damn, infection. Just the foaming over was the worst. Like, depressing like yeah that's the thing at some point girl, it becomes yeah poor, like she was laughing well that's like what she, she had to do that was her it. day at work like that that yeah. is sad actually some just said on a bottle that some uh, i wonder why strip clubs aren't like like, like uh, i wonder i've never been to a male strip club but i wonder if that's like if there's dudes there that'll like stick their dick and well, like i bet they're worse you know what i mean you know about the you know what the dancing bear yeah the dancing bear that's my fucking full theory no not my Say, Every dude, that's fucking woman in the world. Like, I hope not. I think that's just a thing, but it I have those concerns. Fake. Well, those yeah. videos, they really make you feel like these are just some, some housewives yeah. or some yeah. women out like there. One girl is doing like you know, touching What's, his balls or whatever, yeah, and then that, okay. before you know it, she's getting fucking Fuck blasted. Well, and he's you know? got a. It, they've always got a big. Uh, it's a big impersonation <laughs> of it. A that's stuffed be bear, fake, right? And then usually, usually the the dancing bear man has a can of whipped cream that he then puts on his puts dick. It, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they right. But Somebody's Bobby, gonna lick it Bobby off. is the best impersonation of it. You have a dancing like, oh, bear girl. impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. It's two girls from. Well, no, not him, but the women that act. He says that the, he does a good impersonation of it, like. Escalating, yeah. Like, they'll be like one girl's like, "Oh, you're crazy," and yeah. then the next girl's like, "Oh no, she didn't. She touched his dick." Oh no! Like, oh, no, watch no. me! I'm watch gonna me. suck it. Yeah, and you're like, "I'll lick the tip or something," and then all before you know it, fucking everyone's the whole. <laughs> yeah, thing. this next girl's bent over. She's getting railed out by this guy with I mean, a bear it. on his and head. everyone's going, "Oh." oh. <laughs> That can't be real. You got me wondering now how real that is. I, it, I mean, I think some of okay. So I think what do they call them? Stooges. Or whatever, where you plant someone in the audience. Oh, right, right. oh yeah, right. I'm gonna I think Google is the dancing of, bear real, dude. It's definitely real. I, I think there's know. a stooge in case girls don't whore out, and then it's not like, oh well, we didn't do our job, right? You know, so like, like, like Tina will be over here like, in the girlfriend corner. Girlfriend is there, like right. ready to like and be like, like, you won't be, and then they can like with it, not to their husbands, but, but like to another right. girl, be you won't believe what happened at the right. fucking male exactly. review or whatever they call exactly. it. Exactly. Some girl fucked the fucking Christina stripper on the stage. Dick. Yeah, exactly. So, Until completion. <laughs> but the girls also show their faces. So if you're just some, you know, yeah. housewife who went out and accidentally That's, sucked the dancing I mean, bear, there's an expectation there, of privacy though. there. Wouldn't you think like, 
There's I don't know. There's so I've many got, women in those yeah, fucking thing. things, though. There's no way they got everyone to sign a waiver. Maybe it's like a stage show, kind of. And like the people that are getting real yeah. busy Seems are. expensive. Or in other times, there's Everybody just like makes a straight hoe bucks. there that's going to do it. I've got, I found this article here that is the, the it's, a, it's a dancing bear man tell, tells all. The dancing bear seemed like what I'd imagine. Hold on, I'm trying to find out. It sounds like it's a porno. It was. It was. It was done by Bang Bros. So yeah, yeah so that's just like a great porno. site, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I love your. Work, I don't guys. really I think this, but I do think there's kind of an off chance. Okay, here we like go. Legit. You might be surprised to know this is all staged. These aren't real girls yeah. at a real party. All the girls were all given solo cups to look like cocktails. Really, it was either water, Gatorade, or soda. The beauty of the dancing bear is its simplicity. Shake your ass and your cock, and eventually a cute actress will suck your dick. <laughs> Sign me up. And that's what they want. You <laughs> okay, well, that makes me feel better, because knowing that yeah. they're just all these women going out for Being a night of fun whores. and sucking dick makes yeah, me very uncomfortable. That's a good point. I don't know. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> it would be quite a conspiracy if it was true, though. So you moved to Sarasota. I think we, yeah. I think we wrapped it up. I think we wrapped it up. Yeah. I, um, I, uh, you know, I, I made, I, I don't want to say I made it, but, but I feel Fuck like, yeah. I feel like Fuck yeah, you've made it. I do feel like, and it's just crazy too. When I think back to, you know, how I'm exactly where I wanted to be. You know what I mean? Like there were times when I'm sending these emails in the middle of the night while living in Leesburg, working at Ruby Tuesday saying, can I come in and work on your show for free? And here we are, you know, eight years later and you know, it's, it's just the two of us and hard work. Yeah. Yeah. It it really is. And, and also just, the biggest thing was mental, man. Like, like not going fucking crazy and not quitting the bone like I did the other radio stations I work for. You right. know, that was the hardest part was finding the way to go in every day when you're not making any money and there's no... Because before Seth quit, like there was really no hope on that show like for a full-time position. Like right. they weren't just going to add. They were just going to throw right. you know, full-time. Be like, this guy's really nice. Yeah, we exactly. should and do that's that. The thing. It's, we it's, should start giving him a bunch of money for... Handsome Dan. Yeah. Yeah. That's the sad part. It is sad is that the you animal. can... I always said you know one day it'll be so undeniable they'll just have to pay you and that's not a thing like it's got to be so undeniable and something has to happen like that you know because there are people there are so many people that work at the station now that are part-time and have been part-time for years years. you ever think about that like those people like well-being oh my gosh you know you were then oh yeah i think about it i think about it way more than i probably should about it you don't have no but it pisses me off but it sucks right and there are people who deserve it you know yeah. and, and they've oh, there are they people probably that have been working. like want to be you yeah. one day you know what i mean yeah and, like, and it's you can't like you don't want to tell them well like, and there were people that were happen. pissed i mean there were people that were that uh, were pissed because well, of well it, whatever man it's talent well, it, yeah it's it, fucking it, competition well, and at the it's same like time football team not everyone's yeah. gonna start yeah. you know and i don't know that i wouldn't have been mildly pissed if it was somebody else you know like we're you all working be. towards the same thing yeah if you're not pissed there's probably a problem so right well what's his name was working for rob for a little while uh oh yeah 25 yeah 25 cents Oh, yo, you guys know him. Yeah, well, my buddy like Rob us. like hired him randomly. Didn't know <clears> who he was. Like like a a but he's like he like Rob. You know, I guess he was like, you know, I was like, dude, this guy that I just hired. Uh, he was, you know, I guess he met him on a job site. So yeah. was like part whatever. And Rob's like, yeah, he says he used to work for Bubba Love Sponge or something. No and shit. I've yeah. always, I know of him. I've never got a chance to meet him. I think he just lives like right. He right doesn't work for it. Rob anymore. At no, Beasley Electric, I, by the way, Beasley no, Electric. Remember Rob Beasley yeah. Electric? Yeah, Beasley he Electric. Saved yeah. Our, all your wiring yeah. needs. Wiring, yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, no, he, it he isn't. He, it wasn't anything bad. Like Rob likes him. Rob's like, he's, but he's like was scared of heights and shit. So Rob's like, well, we got to get on fucking ladders to do this. <laughs> so, I'm scared of heights too. I yeah, yeah. Do so it's shit. hard. I mean, they hang chicken. They do all this shit, you know. <laughs> so you're up on ladders all the time. So he's like, I just couldn't like. That's he's, that's he's like, like a, that's a real thing though. But he said Bobby gets this weird deal. So do I. And do you ever get this when you're like up on the top of a building, like the highest part of a building, and you go to look over, you have this like. Oh, jump? Weird urge to want to jump. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't called, even have it. It just flicks in your mind. Yeah, that you could. What if I did? You know what I mean? What if and I like, lost my mind? You know, for a you split would. Second. Like if you weren't like when you were falling, you'd be like, "What the fuck did I? What do? did I do? Yeah, I'd be dead before but, I hit the ground." You think? You know what I mean? You have the ability. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're, but, I always one day it like really fucking freaked me out. I was like uh, on I four like broken down and like I could just like walk out of the traffic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. When it crosses your mind, you're like, why did I even think that? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do that. But it's you know so what I mean? something, but what it's you just like something, did? It's like slapping someone when they're <laughs> well, talking for no reason. But people do lose right? control of themselves and just do stuff. You yeah, know what but I mean? It's called something, know. though, and you're not suicidal because you no, think No, I don't think it. I am. But I think it's like the fragility of life is yeah, really what's yeah. going through your mind. Like, like in when two seconds, I could just be dead. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's funny. We're not, like, confronted with our own mortality much in, like, modern society. So when you are, like, it just, like... It's like well, that's not to you know end on a weird note, but it is odd. Like that fucking thing could fall on your head, and like it's very. E- there are things all around that, that you could just kill you instantaneously. Miami the other day, yeah, those people were sleeping in their yeah. fucking. Well, bed that was a terrorist the- attack. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, I think about falling through the fucking uh, through the shower floor every yeah. time. Yeah, well, I mean, fall through your living room floor. Yeah, like, yeah, if, if the water clogs up just enough. Yeah, like the that. whole thing just gives way, and I get impaled on some weird shit down there, naked. <laughs> How embarrassing! You're on screen printing, a wet and naked. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. Well, no. so you want? Uh, I did the wrong thing. So should we go to Omni right now? I don't know what time the strip club's open. I think we should probably work on a buzz before going to the strip club. Okay. That's my pro p- opinion. Like, I got to be in a certain yeah, mood it's very there. bright yeah. outside. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's very Maybe dark it's in there. Oh, it's raining. Pride, too. Happy Are you Pride, gonna everyone. Oh. Happy Pride. Oh, is it Pride, like, yeah. fest in the streets right, right now? Right now. It's Pride. Yeah. Oh, oh so really? it's going to be crazy down like there. it was, like, a week ago. No, Pride is... But today, I think, is the day. Like, someone oh. was saying they're putting barriers yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, right. Dancing well, bears? This won't be... Hopefully. Hopefully. This won't be on, like, A different kind of dancing People should go out, but it's too Late, I'll so post it right hopefully now. Hopefully, people go. I'll post it right goddamn yeah. now. Let's go. Let's cool. do a shot or something and go Dancing to the Omni. Let's. All right. Multiples.